Yes, we are. Today, we have a really fun episode. We do have a fun episode. Should we tell them about the poll that we had done? Yeah, yeah, tell them about the poll. So guys, by the title of this episode, you probably know what this is about. But we had just recorded, like, two episodes where Brent and I, like, talked about college recap and everything. Mm-hmm. And I had put on Instagram Instagram poll of, like, what do you think we just recorded? And I said, my adoption story or semester recap. And everyone voted my adoption story. Like, That's more people. So funny. More people voted that. I'm like, hey, 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 that is not what you're going to be getting. <laughs> That's not the right answer. That's not the right answer. I actually voted the adoption story <laughs> to try to throw people off. Yes. Like, I did, like, on both of the accounts. Like, on my account, I think I said semester and then like the life we make i said adoption story or something uh-huh. just like throw people off but everyone's like adoption story adoption story so i guess that's what you guys really want to hear maybe wow well should we give um a little shout out to who suggested suggested this idea yes, we should so guys as you know our biggest fan my mother well i think she's one of our biggest fans <laughs> I, I don't know so. she always gives us like podcast ideas which her ideas are really good no they're very she good she suggested the like um what do you think the semester is gonna look yeah. like i wish i knew the exact name of that because i can't think i can't think either yeah um you should just l- listen to that episode we've been mentioning it a lot yeah it's like what we expect our first like yeah. year of college to be or something yeah. like that. yeah expectations for college or college yeah, yeah something like yeah. that you should listen to that one for sure that's a good one yeah so she's um suggested a lot of good ideas for us and she has suggested that i do or we do an interview um about my adoption story and yeah so that is what we're gonna give you guys yeah so i'll be asking some questions and yeah. we're gonna be answering them this is weird <laughs> it's just like i don't know i feel like our podcast is so like light-hearted uh-huh and this is like so it's a deeper topic deep. for sure hopefully it'll, i do well good. hopefully i cover of course everything you'll do well. um but no i'll try to do it the best as i can give you all the information as i can mm-hmm. um but yeah if you're new this is the life we make podcast a podcast that meets whenever we feel like meeting <laughs> whenever we have time to meet yeah but should we just let's just get time? started okay everyone grab your coffee do whatever you gotta do clean your room grab i don't your know snack. what you do whenever you listen to these i know some of you guys drive yeah some of you drive i feel like yeah i feel like that's a popular one yeah be safe if you're driving be safe if you're driving okay. all right so corvo tell how how old were you when you got adopted okay when i got adopted i was five years old old mm-hmm. at least i was told i was five years old <laughs> that's what we know yeah that's what we know that's what that's what we're going with yes yeah um but yeah i was five years old i also got adopted guys with my biological brother his name's kobe mm-hmm. so me and kobe got adopted together and yeah that's how old i was amazing is, is there more to that amazing no just, okay let's just start with that okay and then give us like i want to say like the basic story but is there a basic story or like how I got adopted? I guess. Like, what do you remember from your parents' like perspective? Yeah, like wow. coming to Africa. This is very and stuff stressful. Like that. Okay, it doesn't have to be stressful. No, no, it's I have good. to like make sure I get the facts right. Let's just go back to my parents' perspective for a second. I remember they telling me that they were thinking of like fostering. Okay, actually, one of the questions is how it started with your parents wanting to adopt. Oh, so then so you let's want... start there. Okay, how it started with my parents wanting to adopt? Yeah. So my mom had had two kids. Um, she got like married at age 20 um and then she had my sister kaya and my brother kaden kaya's the oldest of all of us and i guess they just decided that she didn't she didn't want to have any more like 
biological biological kids. he had two kids she was good so then they're like i think my dad still wanted to like grow the family though mm -hmm. let's just say that i really hope i'm not getting this information wrong <laughs> um but they had talked about oh like maybe we'll foster um maybe we'll adopt they weren't really sure what they were looking for mm -hmm. and long story short let's just say um my uncle my aunt and uncle in north carolina had seen mm. a picture of Kobe and I from oh. an orphanage, like from the orphanage that they were looking for uh -huh. um, in Africa. And they like sent it to them and they're like, I guess they looked at it and like, yes, like that's it. These are the kids we like want to adopt, I guess. Mm -hmm. And they just pretty much, um, I think my siblings lived with, they lived with a couple people, like different relatives um, in my family, like my two siblings, while mm -hmm. my parents flew down um, flew over to Africa and it, they were there for like at least three weeks I want to oh, say wow. it was a while it was a long, a long process time. yeah I, I that's what I think it was I know it was long it wasn't like a week's trip like right. if you're gonna go to Africa especially to adopt it's not gonna be like, yeah, a, it's like a big trip. process so yeah they went there and basically they there's a lot of paperwork obviously and mm -hmm. they just took us home on, wow. Yeah, on a plane. That's the first time I was on a plane and stuff. Wow. Yeah, so I guess they just always, like, had on their heart to adopt. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. So then what do you remember from that? Okay, so what I remember. This is how my adoption day went, guys. I wake up. <laughs> I'm in an orphanage. Okay, we need to make this more serious. I feel like this is, like, a serious topic. I'm this talking serious. about, like, light Okay. Okay. I hope you guys can hear me. So this is what I remember, like, on my adoption day. But let's first, let's do like a little backup. So my brother Kobe and I are biological siblings. Um, we at least came from the same mother. Um, I'm not necessarily sure if we have the same father, but I know we have the same mother, if I'm correct. Okay. Um, which I think I am correct. Um, so I come from like a family of like six so Kobe and I in this family of six kids plus two parents, so total eight people in this family, um, we were the youngest. So Kobe was the youngest. And I had siblings that were like, they were in their 20s, they were like 18. Mm. I had like siblings like ranging everywhere. Like I was five, Kobe was three, and then one of my older brothers, but he wasn't the oldest brother, my older brother t I think he was like 12 or 11 at the time. Mm. And then I had a sister named Yatsa. And she, I would like to say she was probably like 15, 16. Okay. So like Kobe and I were definitely the youngest. And long story short, I guess when I like I asked my family in America, like why my parents put me up for adoption. Mm -hmm. um, they just wanted us to have like a better future. Like mm. they just wanted us to have opportunities that they didn't, that you couldn't have in Africa. Um, yeah. And they hoped like I would get adopted into like a Christian family. I remember oh. my dad telling me that because I like That's for a really while sweet. I feel like I didn't understand. Not unless you know, like a lot of like adopted kids have like those like hard stories. Yeah. Like I don't feel understood. Yeah. It wasn't necessarily that. I think I took it more as like why was I given such a privileged life mm, and like okay. others weren't. Like I don't understand. Like, wh like why me? Kind of yeah. Thing. Like why am I here? Like it, like right. I can get adopted just to live the same life you know what exactly. i mean like yeah. i have to have a reason to being here so i right. think like holding on to the fact that like my parents gave me up for adoption because they wanted me to have a bright future right. they wanted me to know god it just like it was really nice to know that that it wasn't like they just didn't want you exactly or something like dramatic or, like, like they that. didn't die or but, something like, like they died like i feel like it was really nice to know that so i never like 
I've never had like a hard time I would say mm. with being adopted like I know a lot of people who like they're adopted and after a couple years they end up like not liking their family or yeah. wishing they went back and all of that like drama I don't know I just never I've never experienced that and I mm. can't speak for my brother like I don't really know but I've never experienced that so like I said so we came from like a large family and we're literally so I'm adopted from Liberia West Africa and it's a really poor area like mm-hmm. I grew up in Monrovia which is like the capital of Liberia at the time no it still is I don't know why I said that at the time <laughs> um so it was just a really poor area I remember when if I was little like living like this one floor room with a lot of pillows like, wow. I just remember a lot of pillows or <laughs> something on the ground and that's all we were sleeping wow. in like all six of us were sleeping there um, I remember there was, like, a sandbox outside. Like, Kobe and I used to play in the sandbox a lot. Aww. And I also remember, like, one time I got really sick, and I had to be, like, taken to the hospital in Liberia. And I remember I was wearing this, like, long T-shirt, and that was it. It was probably a oh white gosh. long T-shirt. And I would not take my pills. <gasps> I just remember that. <laughs> I remember, like, I would not take my pills, and my doctors ended up putting it in, like, some kind of, like, food, like, okay yogurt or something i think i eventually ended up taking it um but yeah i don't know what i think i have a mark i forget what mark i have from that you know the mark that i have on me yeah yeah i forget what um what that was but i feel like that's what it was it's like on your shoulder yeah malaria i don't think it's malaria maybe it was malaria i don't know i did have malaria i think yeah yeah we can talk about that too having malaria yeah what's there to talk about i feel like i don't (laughs) don't really remember it okay didn't you did you have it when you came to America? Yeah, I still had it, I think. I okay. know I, I came to America, guys, very sick. I remember my parents telling me that. Like, I had a lot of medical things. They spent a lot of money trying to get me all better. Um, which, I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do, I yeah, guess. Yeah. But yeah, I remember I came to, sad, Amer- to America very sick with, like, a lot of things wrong with me. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if that, remem- um, that memory that I had is specifically from that mark that I have on me brain. Yeah. I do remember that. I also remember coming back from the hospital and, like, walking, like, my mom's holding my hand. This is, like, a very Aww. strong memory I have. And, like, everyone's clapping as I come back into, like, oh let's say gosh. the village. It was weird. Maybe you almost died. I probably did. You Dude, probably this did. this is why my if they systems were, are so bad. If they were clapping, you probably yeah, I just remember, died. like, everyone, like, cha- like saying oh my, my name, gosh. like, welcome back. And like clapping or something. It's like a vague memory, but I specifically remember holding my mom's hand and walking back into like the village I was at. I don't know. So yeah. Oh so gosh. you're at your biological. Mom. My biological yeah. mother. Her okay. name's Viola. Just yes. we'll just say Viola. Okay. Okay. So um, yeah. So I remember that. Another story I remember. Well, we can talk about those stories later. So long story short, though, like the point of that is, um, it was just like having six kids in a third world country with no money i guess was just really hard and my parents just thought or my mom at least thought the best the best they could do for us is to put us up for adoption right which honestly was the best they could do so also another thing guys is i never like i never really knew my father i he was always working i was always told he was Mm -hmm. always working and i wasn't even told that by my mother i think my like viola my biological mother i remember when i was younger i think i asked my parents like I don't know, like, what was my father doing? Why was he on my adoption? Where was blah, 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 stuff yeah. like that. And I remember, like, my dad saying, like, your mom said he was always working, like, trying to, like, Not provide like for like, you. Not, like, you're, like, Yeah, this dad. is getting really I complicated. I just, I just want to clarify. Yeah, yeah. So, my, 
Park stuff. My father in America. Yeah. yeah. Let's, should we just say Brian? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, guys. This is a lot of information. Hmm. What should we call him? My adopted father? You can just call him, like, Park's dad or Brian. They don't know who Park's dad is. Park's is your last name. Okay. My. <laughs> I don't okay. know. It's up to you. I feel like adoptive father is very formal. <laughs> yeah, it also sounds like belittling. Right. <laughs> okay, we don't want that. Okay. I know. I'm just going to say this. My my father in America. Yeah, your American told, dad. My American dad told me that my African dad was always working. Like, that's why I don't really have many memories of him. I think he was just, like, trying to provide, which I understood. Um, so, yeah, I just remember. This was really odd. I'm walking with my mom. I think Kobe's with me. No. Before this, though, this is also a memory I really remember. I remember my grandma and my mom, like my adu- my African mother, arguing. And your African grandma? Yeah. You remember my, your African grandma? Yeah. I remember Whoa. my African grandma and my African mom arguing about who I should stay with. Like, it was a huge argument. Like, should I live with my grandma? Should I, like, just so you guys know... I ended up living, like, when I was in Africa. This is why we're also not sure what my age is. Because I have a little too many memories to be told I was five. You know mm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's why, like, a lot of people, like, we think I'm older than I actually am. Um, but anyway, I remember my grandma in Africa and my mom in Africa fighting about where I should live. Like, if I should continue living with my grandma, because I did live with my grandma for, like, a period of time, and then I lived with my mom for a period of time, and I also lived with my aunt for a period of time. So, like, mm, I was living with a lot of people. I know that. Yeah, so I remember that happening. And then, skip maybe a couple weeks, maybe a month, I don't know. Um, I'm holding my mom's hand, Kobe's with me, um, and she literally, it was really odd. She kind of just, like, dropped us off at an orphanage, I think she said a couple things, maybe gave us a hug, and then she left. And then I, like, just, like, didn't see her again. It was really weird. So then I'm just living on this orphanage with my brother, Kobe. Like, we're five and three at this age. Mm. But the nice thing is, you know how I always, like, so, like, whenever I came to America, guys, my mom, um, my mom in America, um, she, like, for my gotcha day, I would always bring yeah. bananas and mangoes into my class and like say today's that my gotcha really day fun. yeah Bren remembers those like, yeah they were like little mini bananas yeah i so always buying little mini bananas and mangoes for my gotcha day and like for my gotcha day meal we would have um shrimp scampi because I really like that meal that was really fun yeah so and I want to say one of the reasons we I think one of the reasons we did that is um because my bowel biological mother she would come and visit us at the orphanage at random times and she always brought us mangoes and bananas like she always there was like a yeah there was like a white chair next to the gate at the orphanage Uh and she would sit there and we would come out and she would bring us bananas and mangoes and i think she would even share it with some of the kids that were there so then we started doing that yeah and i like mangoes in africa or at least in liberia they're called plums so Mm. i always call them plums um so yeah so she just drops us off and then it's just me and kobe like me and my biological brother and i remember like since we were the only ones there i kind of had to take care of him my brother when he was younger um 
he just like let's just say he wasn't potty trained because he was three let's just yeah. be honest yeah um so he wasn't really potty trained so he a lot of times he would like wet the bed or like something would happen did you guys stay in the same bed no we didn't st- like okay. it was like a girl's area and the guy's oh, okay, area okay. i think okay. so a lot of the times like the people in charge would be like your brother like blah 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 did this or something oh, you need to help clean up okay. so i would have to like help him clean up and stuff like that so basically yeah. i kind of like took care of him oh. um and i don't even want to say like that but like we were the only ones there and yeah. to be honest, I don't think I was in the orphanage for that long. I remember one mission, no, two missionaries came at different times. One wow. missionary came, and I got a Barbie doll. But Aww. there was two girls in the orphanage that were really mean. And they took my Barbie doll. Oh, my gosh. They were so mean. I forget what that they makes said. so mad. I was really mad. I wasn't mad. I was five. But I just remember, <laughs> I remember them yeah, taking my. Yeah, you're upset. Yeah, I remember them taking my Barbie doll. Jeez. And I remember the people, they laid out the Barbie dolls on the ground. And, like, <gasps> one by one, a girl, like, they would call, like, a girl's girl name up. or something. And she would come up and pick her Barbie doll. And I remember oh. looking at the one Barbie doll I wanted. And when it was my turn to get the Barbie doll, I picked it up. And then I had it for a little bit. And then, like, these two girls that were really mean took my Barbie doll. And there was one group of people. Like, they were, like, the cool people in the orphanage. Like, uh-huh. they were, like, the older kids. And they were in this room with, like, mattresses, and they were always loud. And they were the only ones that were allowed to go to church on Sunday. Like, on Sunday, they were allowed to go to church. Like, like a huge, like, black oh car would take them in and take them to church. What the heck? It was really weird. It was like, like it was like you wish you were, you, ha- yeah. you were in that position. And I remember, like, we all slept on these, like, like foam mattresses. Like, literally, you know those, like, mattresses like, yeah. that were, like, yellow? Yeah. Like, it's, like, literally, like literally just like a square on the ground yeah. that's what we slept on and i slept oh on gosh. that in like the laundry and shower room it was disgusting that's disgusting it was disgusting and i remember like you had to pretend you were going to sleep like when it was time to go to bed there would be a lady there who would walk around with a stick and if you didn't go oh, to sleep like she would hit you she would hit you with a stick that's horrible. and i remember just always laying down and pretending like now okay, i'm good. a pretty obedient child <laughs> yeah true <laughs> yeah like i feel like i was i don't think i ever got hit but yeah. i remember that like going to sleep was so weird and like the room i slept in was like basically like the laundry room and like the basement like i i know what it looks like but there's really no way i can describe it to you right. it was it was gross. Um, oh, my God. So, yeah, I remember that. And then there was another missionary. I learned my days, um, how many days are in a month. And, like, the um, months from this missionary. He always said, like, 30 days as September, April, yeah. June, and November. He was teaching us that. That's oh. what I remember learning that from. Oh, my God. It was so weird. He was, like, this tall, skinny guy with a beard. I think he had, like, reddish, brownish hair. Yeah. I like that guy. That's it was so nice. Cool. And they played basketball outside. I remember that. How long were the missionaries there? I don't know. I think they came wow. two different times. The same missionaries or different no, ones? No, different ones. Like, the Barbie wow. doll one was a different group. I feel like there was a girl there. And then this guy came to, like, teach us things. That's so cool. Yeah. So, those are some of the things that happened in the orphanage. Then one day, I'm in the orphanage, right? Uh-huh. I'm just living life, probably. Probably just, I don't know, woke up, maybe in a meal. Um, oh, and they only fed you, like, rice, like, this green stuff, and I want to say some beans. I can't even remember that's wow. true, but, guys, I love rice. I feel like I've grown, <laughs> I had this really love, do love rice because of Africa. Um, so, yeah, so one day, I'm standing up, and I, there was this announcement. We were all in the same room. I don't even remember where this is. I don't know if this is out on the porch or in the house, but we're all in the same area, and one of the like supervisors or the people in charge says 
Rita, my friend Rita, um, she is getting adopted today, basically. And everyone clapped for Rita, and like they took, they quickly took Rita, mm. and they put her in a nice outfit because like we weren't in nice oh, outfits, but like yeah. I think they had set aside nice outfits for when Pretty we got adopted. Yeah. yeah, so they took Rita and they put her in a nice outfit, and everyone was clapping, like screaming yay, because like obviously it's an exciting thing to be right, adopted. Right. So I remember that. Then literally, maybe five minutes later, maybe three minutes, I don't even know. Like I thought that was it. I thought we were yeah. we clapped for Rita. We're gonna walk away now. Then they say, oh, we have another announcement. Um, my brother's first name, his name is Walter. So they said Walter Walter, and I'm assuming they said Corpo, but they could have said Sandra because I don't know, you guys don't know this, but my first name is Sandra and my middle name is Corpo, but Corpo is my African name. So like in a lot of countries, um, they give you like an English name and then like a traditional whatever country you're from name. Mm-hmm. So I've always gone by my African name. I feel like I even in Africa because I feel like I wouldn't be holding on to Corpo so hard if I didn't go by that I would have just gone by Sandra you know what I mean so I definitely went by Corpo like in Africa even though my first name was Sandra but either way they either said Walter and Sandra are getting adopted or they said Walter and Corpo are getting adopted it doesn't really matter and everyone cheered everyone clapped and I I had no idea what was going on I don't know what adoption is you know what I mean I don't know what's I'm literally five Kobe's three I don't know what this means all I remember they take me they put me into this nice outfit and I remember this I remember why this was so like such a memory because then I got to go in the van that all the cool kids got to go in to go to church so I was like oh like it was like I was going to church basically that's what I thought was going on like oh I'm going to church oh my god yeah so I remember I'm like oh yes I finally get to go in this like cool van uh, i don't know it was like a huge limo kind of van thingy so it was weird so yeah so then they take me and i basically meet my parents i can't remember what i was like i was probably very shy um yeah i don't remember that at all um but like i remember like meeting them there's a couple of such like my mom put me in a lot of cute outfits i bet like i have pictures of like outfits she, she put me them. in they were so cute i love them so much uh, she gave me a doll. You know those um, what are those called? Garden. They're like those babies, but like oh, cabbage, cabbage patch girls, cabbage patch yes. babies or girls. Yeah, she gave me one of those, and I carried. Maybe cabbage patch babies. Yeah. Yeah, cabbage patch babies. Yeah. So she gave me one of those. I think she gave Kobe like a monkey. Oh, my parents did. I mean, and it was really cute. Like I have like some like. That's really To cute. be honest, even in that situation, I couldn't tell you that I knew what was going on. I don't think I really knew what was going on, even whenever I met my parents. I feel like it didn't hit until maybe whenever my family came to visit me, like, before we left. Like, mm, there was a time. Yeah, when my African okay. family came, like, my aunt and uncle came, my brother Tiwan came, my mom came, and I have, like, really cute pictures of me and my mom that I love those pictures. Yeah. Um, like, I'm really glad that my parents, like, took pictures of that stuff. So that I have, like, those memories. That was um, a really, that was smart. On yeah. Part. Yeah. So, yeah, it went well. Like, I, I feel like I definitely ate more than I ate before with them. Um, yeah. Like, in Africa, like, while they were still there, I mean. Right. Um, I remember, I remember, um, what am I trying to say? Oh, my mom was learning how to braid my hair. Oh. So a couple of the girls there were, like, teaching her how to braid hair my mom um you guys don't know this but my mom's like been braiding my hair pretty much all my life except for like when i became a teenager mm-hmm. so a lot of the times like 
braiding day would be on Saturday or Sunday, and it was a yeah. long process. It she always, always hurt. Such a good job. Yeah, though. she always did such a good job. She would put beads in my hair. It so always my lo- looked really good. Yeah, and like I think she learned that in Africa. Um, and there was this monkey there that we went to visit. I did not like the monkey. It was scary. <laughs> that monkey was so scary. I remember like, there's like a picture of me like not appreciating it. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, so that was really fun, and I think like my they also had bought some fabric like traditional like wear in africa is like girls wear like these long fabric dresses and skirts and like hats and stuff just like of your typical like african outfit that's how my mom kind of dressed my biological mother so i remember my mom had got some like stuff for me like african mm-hmm. fabric mm-hmm. um i don't know if she made some african skirts and shirts for me or if they made it but they're too small. like i can't wear them because right, right. they wouldn't fit me right now yeah. um but yeah and then like i have earrings like oh i got my ears pierced when i was a baby in africa but because i got it done in africa my ears are, are unevenly pierced mm. because obviously they didn't do it correctly the yeah. color just got a needle poked it through your head, ears or whatever so yeah so i have some like african earrings i have some outfits um stuff in my keepsakes i have like little memories so that's really nice i really appreciate having those and then basically um when this all ends i go on a plane for the first time i forget what's happening i think i was really sick on this plane ride or i didn't Mm. feel well either um and then whenever my dad loves this memory um Mm -hmm. He was, I guess, whenever we were driving through Washington, D.C., he goes, Corpo, does this look, like, familiar? Does this look like Africa? And I look out the window, and I go, you know, he goes, is anything different? (laughs) And I look out the window, and it's snowing in Washington, D.C., and all the buildings are tall, like, kind of skyscraper stuff. And I go, no, it looks (laughs) the same. (laughs) And we literally just came from literally sand, heat, nothing, no skyscrapers, like huts, like mud huts, and I'm like, it looks exactly the same. My dad loves that. I bet your parents were like crying, laughing. I remember they tell me that. I think that's so funny. (laughs) Of course, I say that. That's so funny to me. Yeah, and then like I meet like my one cousin because she lived in um, Virginia. Uh Um, Meet my my great aunt, and then I come in like it's like February. I want to say when this happens. And I come into our house, like my old house, and Kobe, I think, is sleeping, and I'm just like standing there. I didn't know how to smile when I was younger, so mm-hmm. I've always like I had like these weird, serious faces that like. Oh yeah, they were. You remember? <laughs> I do know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like all the pictures, I look like what the heck is going on? <laughs> so I come in, and ev- this is like a huge room filled with like all these white people. No, like I'm from oh Africa, gosh. so I've never seen white people before. But also, I'm so young that I don't really know that I don't really know that matters you yeah. know what I mean I'm yeah. just like why are all these people pink <laughs> I remember I told my grandma specifically that she had strawberry skin and that like my dad had vanilla skin like people who like yeah. looked white white were vanilla and people who had like pink flesh tones were strawberry so I remember that and then I come in and everyone like greets me and it says like welcome home like Kobe and Corpo it says Walter because we didn't change Kobe's name yet yeah um and I meet everyone. I remember braiding my aunt Kristen's hair. I remember meeting Aww. Kaya. We all played together. I met my cousins. I met my grandparents. Like, I literally met my entire family that I've known my entire life oh now on this one day. Isn't that so That's weird? Crazy. It's crazy. And I met my great-grandma. I love her. Um, on my dad's side of the family. 
it was a really fun like it was a really i'm really glad that we had pictures and stuff yeah but yeah and the reason like let's just explain it so like kobe my brother um he didn't really have like a middle name his name was walter well his name is walter but my family member members like my sister's name is Kaya, and my brother's name is Kaden, so they only had K names. Mm-hmm. And then my name was Corpel, so I had a K name too. So, and my last name in Africa was Kaboy. Oh, so, okay. um, my parents, I guess, like, sat Kobe down. They're like, it's okay if we change your name to Kobe, because it's kind of similar, like, to Kaboy, Kobe. Yeah. And he goes, yep, I don't care. Like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> and then ever since then, we just started calling him Kobe, so that's, that's his name. But all his, like, all my legal documents say Sandra, mm-hmm. and, like, all his says Walter. And which is terrible because when I go to college, all of my professors call me Sandra. They have to announce in front of the entire class <laughs> that I go by Corpo and how it's my middle name. But I had to put it's. <laughs> I wish I wouldn't have done that. I wish I would just put Corpo because. I wonder if you could. Do you think you could change? No, the next college I'm going to, I'm putting Corpo, and only for legal yeah. legal documents, I'm putting Sandra. Because oh, I, I wonder, put Sandra could you just for everything. Change your name? Yeah, I could change my name, but I don't care enough because okay. people who know me call yeah. me Corpo. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, like the right. like in my future, the only time I'm gonna need to use Sandra for like passports, stuff. yeah, stuff like that. But like next semester, I mean, when I go to college in Florida, I think I'm just gonna put like all my site guys where I do all my homework assignments. It says Sandra Parks, but it doesn't need to say that. It can literally yeah. just say Corpo because that's not legal. You right, know what I mean? But right. I didn't know better, so I'm just gonna yeah. put Corpo because I don't want to keep explaining to people. Exactly. I, I've done that so many times. Yeah. But yeah, so that's how I got adopted. That's amazing. That's, that's the story. That's amazing. Here, another question. Yeah. Do you remember, like, how was it having Kai and Kaden as siblings, like, initially? Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I do know what you're I feel like... Because, like, you, like, didn't know them, but then you were siblings. So, like, I how know. was the transition? I trans- feel like it went was very well. I literally don't know. I think it went well because, like I said, I don't really think I was really familiar with what was going on okay like you have to understand like when you were raised you were raised about like basic knowledge and culture that i didn't have yeah i don't i don't really think i knew adoption was a thing right i literally thought i didn't know there was somewhere outside of liberia you know yeah like i didn't know there were people of different colors because that's just how little kids that's just i was just little in this third world country and thought that was it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i think when i came to america it wasn't hard. I don't think it was hard for me. I just, I just, kind of, I, I just did it. You know right. what I mean? I just called right. Kaya Kaya, called her my sister. Now, my parents probably could tell you more about how that went. Right. I right. just have no memory. I just only know Kaya's always been my sister, pretty much. You know yeah, what I mean? I but I, I know, like, I was adopted. Because you know how a lot of families, guys, a lot of families um don't tell the children that they're adopted. Yeah, like, especially if, like, it's a white family adopting a white kid. Yeah, yeah like, a like, lot of, a like, if you're, like, a family. white family, yeah, like you right. said, a white family adopting a white kid, they don't necessarily tell them they're adopted. But from the get-go, like, my parents made it very clear. Like, right. I'm not, like, trying to separate that. No, just but, like, so they didn't you're want aware. me to forget my culture. Right. They didn't want to forget that like, I'm from Africa. I think that's literally. really good. Yeah, yeah, so I always, like, from the get-go, I always knew I was adopted. Mm-hmm. But I never had that, like, as a stumbling thing. Right. It, it wasn't really hard. I'm just, like, Oh, I'm adopted. That's why my yeah. sister's white. Right. That's why my parents are white. And it wasn't even hard for me to call them my parents. I do remember, though, my mom always said, like, my American mom and my American dad. Mm-hmm. They said whenever I was little and I would get in trouble, I used to cry. And I used to, like, cry, like, I want my biological mother. Like, That's I want my mom from Africa. Really, really I remember sad. them saying that. 
And I don't know why. I don't think I did that to, like, shove it in their face that they no. weren't my parents. I think, like... Not, I think you were just, like, I would think I was just, like, sad. Like, I'm yeah. my biological mother. And that's... Yeah, like, it's... That yeah. was your mom. Yeah, I think I remember that. Like, I remember whenever I would, like, get in trouble or, like, when I would cry, I was always, like, say mommy. But, like, it wasn't my adoptive mom. Oh, I was talking about. Really that sad. is so sad. That's, that's bad. Really, that's, don't feel badly. Yeah, that's but okay. I do remember that. So, maybe I struggled with that. I don't know, though. Okay. I also, as a person, have a terrible memory. <laughs> so, important things like that, couldn't tell you. Which is not healthy. You know what? I don't have a good memory either. It's okay. Yeah, but no, it was really easy, I think, to be, like, siblings with Kaya mm-hmm. and Kaden. I think we just all got, like, we literally just played, Kaya and I just played uh-huh. dolls all the time. Yeah, you guys had a ton of dolls. Yeah, but guys, when I was little, Kaya's ears weren't pierced. Like, like I told you, my I, my ears have been pierced when I was a baby. And I always used to go to bed with, like, dangly earrings. <laughs> and I would always get them stuck on my blankets and pillows oh. and I would be in the middle of the night I would cry I would start crying and sobbing because oh, like I couldn't no. move because it hurt so my dad <laughs> always had to wake up in the middle of the night to like remove it yeah oh, he's no. like a real, like whenever I was older he's like remember when you did that I hated that I was like I'm so sorry <laughs> that's hilarious oh yeah oh I should tell them though like since guys I feel like I have mentioned this before so like I said we didn't really know what my age was but I was, like, ESL, which means, like, English is my second language. Even though I spoke English in Africa, mm. I was still very behind. Then, like, like yeah. Bren, is, Bren and I are in the same grade. So, during this time, Bren's learning her colors. Like, yeah. she's learning her alphabet. She's learning how to put patterns together. Like, mm-hmm. I never learned those things. Like, those right. basic things you learn in preschool and kindergarten, I never learned. Yeah, yeah. So, when if I came to America, like, my mom, like, homeschooled me. I had to speech, um therapist let's just say um like teaching me i always said my r's wrong mm-hmm. and my th is mm-hmm. wrong and that just comes from like a cultural barrier thing like i had a yeah. really strong accent when i was adopted so it's really hard to understand me also mm-hmm. um but yeah so i had to like work on a lot of those things like i was always behind because of that right especially since i was probably older than i was mm-hmm. so i was even more behind like yeah. basic things that you already learned like math right. was really hard for me when i was younger reading i was kind of bad at basically everything i was bad at because mm-hmm. i wasn't like as like in africa you're blessed if you get an education right. and i just didn't get it oh i actually did get an education well i went to school for at least two years i think oh, or wow. at least one year i forgot about that <laughs> So, yeah, which is That's why so we're cool. not sure how old I am, guys. Right. Because why yeah. am I going to school as a five-year-old? For two years. Yeah, and I wore a uniform. It was, like, this navy uniform with, like, white oh and gosh. red. And I remember, this is whenever I lived with my aunt in Africa. I remember I went to school one day, and I don't know what's going on. I couldn't hear what the teacher was saying. But, but I didn't know what's... I also can't read. So I think I was just kind of, like, thrown in school oh one year. Oh, my gosh. And I didn't know what was going on. I remember I, I walked to school with my one friend. Like, my aunt lived with another family, I think. And my uncle. I don't really know. But I remember I went to school with this one girl. But basically, I don't know what was going on. And maybe I'm making this up. But I distinctly remember the teacher saying something. But I didn't hear what she was saying. And everyone else did. And everyone was, like, getting their books out or doing what they were supposed to do. But I didn't do it. And the teacher came up to me. She had a stick in her no. hand. And I got smacked. I remember that. And then no. I went home. And I think I told my aunt about that. I must have cried. And I still went back to school. That's oh all I remember. Gosh. Maybe we were learning how to read. 
I just remember like it's almost like gibberish. Like whenever I think of this memory, mm. I literally didn't know what anyone was talking about because I that's think so, that's so stressful. Yeah, I think they randomly just threw me into school one year. Probably. That's and then like, okay, we can't afford this anymore, or you're not going to school anymore, and then yeah. I just didn't go to school. It was weird. That's very weird. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Yeah. So I had to. I've been at least six. I don't know how old I was, that's but crazy. I just remember not. And it was like it was just this like random brick or cement room like wood chairs like no hmm. they were just stoles i don't hmm. know it was weird yeah that's very weird that's yeah. very weird tell us about so what a year or two ago you got in contact with your biological mom oh yeah tell us about well, this well i'm not saying oh yeah as if i forgot i just forgot that that was a question on this thing yeah um so yeah guys let that love my life <laughs> sorry that's like the that's a saying I've been saying recently. Um, sorry, that has nothing to do with this. Um, so, like I said, okay, this is gonna sound really terrible. I feel like I've told Brent this, but like in my head, mentally, I had kind of like told myself that my mother was dead. Mm. Like, I don't know if it was easier for me to tell myself that. Okay. Or like, since I didn't know what was going, I used to have guys. I don't know if I ever told my parents this. Maybe I have. I think I told you this. Mm. I used to have terrible nightmares. Like, every once in a while, I would get this terrible, like, dream of, like, my parents, like, dying, basically. So but then, parents? like, my parents in Africa. Okay. Like, my mother specifically in Africa dying. Oh, my god. Or something like that. And she would always say, like, why didn't you come back? Like, why didn't you oh save us? Oh, my god. Something very dramatic you like that. You did tell me this. Remember? It, like, makes me so sad. Like, That's I so always, sad. once in a while, had dreams like that. As if, like... It was my responsibility. And I think this was during the time whenever I was like, I don't even know why I'm here. Like, why did mm. I get adopted? Because, that's, that's like, so sad. yeah, like, my situation, guys, um, I did an interview with my one friend at Slippery Rock. Um, he was in a intra-cultural commu- intra- 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 communication. Mm. So there's intercultural communication, and inter is personal, like, mm-hmm. how you communicate with others. And then intra-personal communication is, like, others, like, mm, different okay. cultures, how they communicate. So he had, they had to interview someone from a different culture mm. and ask them questions. So he had interviewed me. I think I told you this. Um, and he was asking me, like, was it hard, like, being black, adopting to a white family? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Like, basically, like, how, like, most stereotypical, like, black people, um, like, like, I don't, like, I'm not trying to say this, but, like, let's just say like the word stereotypical it's like oh like they lived in like not a good area they didn't get the best education so for me like being adopted out of africa i literally ended up in like an upper class white family i went to a private christian school like i had all these opportunities that didn't make sense for me to have like i think for me i was like all these other people who look just like me or either in africa struggling or living this life where like racism yeah not getting the best education jail like that type of stuff i feel like i i knew about that a lot Mm -hmm. so i never understood why i was here and then the dreams just made it worse like almost like it was my responsibility to go back to africa and save my family really hard you know what i mean yeah so i guess in my head i had just told myself like oh my family like my parents probably died because the people would be like hey have you ever thought Mm -hmm. of going back like what do you think your mom's doing like i don't know like 
She's in yeah. a third world country. There's no food. She's probably dead. Right. And I'm sure the dreams, because dreams can be very, like, can convince, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm sure that didn't help either. Yeah. So to be out of the blue, my parents, literally my parents in America, my adoptive family, literally sat me down, me and my brother Kobe down one day. And they were basically... When, wait, when, was this, like, a year ago in the yeah. summer? This yeah. was during quarantine. Lots of weird things happened during COVID. You're this right. was like... Okay, this is, so this is almost two years ago. Yeah, like, March? When did we start quarantining? March. So, probably yeah. like April. Yeah, like, literally during, no. like, when COVID oh gosh, first came that. out. Remember? Oh, yeah. When COVID first came out, this is when, like, this is whenever we weren't allowed to leave our house at all. Like, yes. I was doing all my schoolwork online. And literally, my parents just sat me down... And we're like, something like we found your biological mother. She's been trying to get in contact with you. Um, like they had done, she had done a video call. Like she, like we watched a video call about how she's like, hi's like Kobe and Walter because she didn't know we changed yeah. his name to Kobe. Um, how Kobe and Walter like, Corporal is, and Walter. yeah, Corporal and Walter. Um, it was like the sweet note. Like, um, I'm so grateful that your parents adopted you. Now they have a better future, like something like that. Alone, mm-hmm. like it was really mm-hmm. sweet. So we see this video. She's like showing us pictures because my mom used to, through a different person, send pictures back to my family in Africa yeah. of like how we were doing. So she held on to those pictures and mm-hmm. you could see them in there. My brother T1 was there. He's like 26 now. Aww. So it was just so weird. I'm like, what the heck? Like this is because in my head, it was like. She was dead, and I never thought of her. Like, right. it's not that I never thought of her again. But it was, but, like, like, like kind of out of your head. It like, was, like, yeah. out of my head. Like, I li- like these are my parents. This is the life I live. Right. This is the only life I know. Yeah. Because it literally was. Um, and then I was like, oh, hi, your mother's still alive. She wants to video call you. Yeah. And that I was, was like, crazy. what? Like, wasn't that so weird, That was right? so, when he told me that, I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah, and I told, like, my teacher that. Yeah. She's like, What? So that's why I really appreciate that. I feel like my story is just really unique. It really is. Which unique. sounds weird. No, it's not weird. It's true. Yeah, but so then, um, one of the times we video called her, she was so excited to see us. It was just, it was like really, it was just. I don't even know how to say. It, it was just very shocking. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so then I asked her like some questions. I saw my biological brother T one again. Um, and this is whenever she told me, I asked her, like, what my name meant. Mm-hmm. She told me, like, all my siblings. Like, I'm a aunt, guys, in Africa. Um, a couple of my siblings have had some kids. Like, I think they, one of them had twins. I don't even oh, know wow. that's a true story. That might not be true. I just know they have kids. Um, and they named one of the daughters after my mom. My Aww. mom's name is Erica. So, one of my nieces oh, are just, named Erica. That's so sweet to me. Yeah. Isn't that that's so cute? That's so cute. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, and that might be my sister Yetza's child. I don't okay. know. But, yeah, so basically I'm an aunt and Kobe's an uncle in Africa. Um, and I really, like, if I would ever go back, um, I appreciate knowing that because, yeah. like, most of my family is still alive, mm-hmm. even though my mother's older. Oh, and then she also had told us, I think my mom told me this, my mom in America. Yeah. Um, I guess my dad died like a year ago or something okay. from something um like i think he was like sick so he died so my dad is no longer alive but it's just mm-hmm. my mom um yeah and then i had asked her like oh like what does corpo mean because 
I've been trying to look it up a lot of times. I just never knew what it meant. Like, I know it was an African name. Mm-hmm. And, guys, like, the name Corpo, Corpo is very popular in Africa, mm. specifically Liberia. Like, wow. if you look up Corpo on, like, Facebook or anything, or, like, just in general, mm-hmm. it's most popular in Liberia. And most Corpos that I've looked up, they will say Corpo Liberia. Like, this mm. is where I'm from. So, it's a very common name. So, it was popular at the time. That's why I have it. Yeah. Um, and she was basically, she said it meant woman who speaks and people stop to listen. Like, something Aww. around that line. That's really Whether cool. this is true or not, couldn't tell you. But basically, I just tell people it means leader. Like Yeah, and you're in communications. Yeah, That's I just great. thought it was so cool. That's like, really cool. I'm like, that like, really does fit me. Yeah. I hope. That's amazing. Well, better than Welsh Hill. That's yep. what mine means. Tell <laughs> <laughs> them so, I don't think they heard you. Very much um, name mean. My name means Welsh Hill. <laughs> so a hill in Wales. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. And then they told Kobe what his name meant. Like, Kobe, I guess he does have in... What am I trying to say? Oh, he does have an African name. We just didn't know this. Or they just didn't care to let us know. I don't know. Um, (laughs) And, like, it's, like, um... What is... It's, like, it's weird. Like, I can't even say it. It's, like, very different. Hmm. Um, I think it means, like... I don't know. I don't want to get it wrong. I've, I would have to look at it again. I haven't looked at it in a while. But, yeah, so she told um, Kobe what his name is and everything. Mm-hmm. And there was something else I was going to say, but I can't remember. But, yeah, that was really cool, like, being able That's to, like, really talk cool. to her. She called me again on my birthday. She wanted, she really wants to see, like, me dance and all my Aww. dance pictures. And I haven't talked to her recently. Like, we just, like, since she doesn't have a phone, guys, so the person that she's, like, contacting me with is someone in like the village who lives in's phone mm. so like we don't it's just more convenient if she like right yeah and now it's just kind of complicated because like she always says like when are you gonna come back and visit us or, like mm. when can we visit you but she doesn't understand how hard that is yeah and her accent is also very strong so it's hard for me to understand what she's saying yeah um but yeah no that was very nice she called me on her really birthday good. and i think my mom's like sent her a couple pictures but Aww. i haven't heard anything from her recently okay but yeah isn't that weird no it's so fun though i love that yeah i love that wow well this has been a good good interview is there is there are there any other things you would like to say um i don't know what else was on it most of the things that we we have answered for the most part except okay let's let's do this as the last question would you adopt in the future yeah i think i would definitely adopt in the future Mm -hmm. i think um adoption is a great idea um, I really appreciate, like, the life that I have through adoption. I think, like, knowing my story, um, and knowing how, like, something like adoption can really change your life. Like, if I wouldn't have been adopted, guys, yeah. like, I don't know where I would be in life right now. Like, I could be having yeah. three children. I don't, like, literally, I could no. be, like, I Even could have six kids. Yeah. I could be living on the street. I could be just walking around, meeting men. I, like, I don't want to think like that, obviously. No, but you... But, but like, like, it could be a very scary, a very different life. Yeah. I don't think my faith, like, my relationship relationship with God would have been as strong if yeah. I was in Africa. Um, so, I think I really like adoption and how it, like, it can really change a person's life. Because mm. I always, like, I'm just very grateful that I was adopted. Because I would not have been valedictorian of my class yeah. if I was in no. Africa. Like. No. Who would have thought that some random girl who was just adopted yeah. from Africa 
would live this life I know and do all these things like because I, I was be adopted so yeah like I've like traveled I've, I just like have a lot of experiences that not many people get to have so I would love to adopt in the future yeah, and give and that, to, give someone that to someone else like someone really like sweet. could like yeah it's just really powerful I really appreciate it yeah do you yeah. think you would adopt from Africa or somewhere else? I think I would adopt from Africa. Okay. Yeah. I don't know where I would adopt. Maybe a Liberia. I would love mm. to go back to Liberia, but I don't know how that would work. That would um, be awesome. Yeah, but I think I... Like, I don't want to say any promises, but right. if I were to adopt, I would probably adopt from Africa. Mm. Um, yeah, it's just like... Adoption changes people's lives. It and really helps them. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. This has been a great interview. Yeah, I've learned so much. Really? I have. You, there was a lot of stuff you didn't know. No, like a lot of the stories I did not know. Should I tell them this last story about the rock I put in my ear? Yes. <laughs> you should. <laughs> Guys, when I was in Africa, oh, I also forgot a big part. So whenever <laughs> I um, like video called my mom in Africa, I asked her like how old I was when I was adopted. And she told me I was <laughs> eight. Now, yes. let's just take this with a grain of salt. We don't really know. Like, we... Who knows if that's true? I was definitely older whenever I was adopted, but I yeah. just don't necessarily know if I was eight. There was one time that she said different number two. Facts in Africa aren't really factual. Right. And, um, like, the language barrier and all yeah. that stuff. And, like, I guess I should tell them this. I was also born during, like, a... I think it was a oh, civil war. yeah, a war. Yeah, I, I was born that. during a war, guys, in Africa. So I had to, like... Like, everyone was, like, fleeing to, like, let's say the woods. Um, <laughs> because there was literally a war going That's on so bad. when I was born. That's so bad. And, like, bad. the time that the war was going on was that I was born wasn't necessarily 2002, like right. people told me. So, like, in Africa, in many adoption, like, organizations, they often um, say you're younger than you are right. for the chances of you getting adopted. Now, yeah. I was also very malnourished while I was in Africa, so I also looked younger. Yeah. Like, like, I, like, I, like, because I had no food, I wasn't growing as tall as I should be when I was eight. Mm -hmm. Like, I looked like a five-year-old. Mm -hmm. So they said I was five. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, so basically during the, t the time that was, the time period that I was um, born was during a civil war. And the time period that the civil war was going on was during a year earlier than they like years earlier than they oh. said I was born. So that's why we always thought so I was older. maybe you're like six or something. Maybe no, maybe I was like oh. eight because like I think the civil war was like 1999 or 2000. Oh my god. Or something like it was yeah. earlier than 2002. Right. And if I would go to like doctor's appointment, like things were happening to me at a faster rate. I than remember they you. Should. You did mature very. Fast. Yeah, like I was like for the longest time, guys. I was like the tallest in my class. She was so tall. Like. I think I was, like, the tallest in my class all the way up to, like, fifth grade. And I mean, like... You were... I was very tall when I was younger. Like, not even tall... the age that I was told not I was. Not even tallest girl, like, tallest. Like, I was literally the tallest in the class. Yeah. And it would only make sense if I was actually older than I was. Right. And, like, I... Like, my wisdom... Um, my wisdom teeth came in a different age than it was normal. My 12 years molders. Is that what they were? Molars. Molars? Yeah. 12 weeks, 12 years. Um, like just a lot of things happened to me at an early age mm -hmm. than was supposed to happen to me. So that's right. why doctors were like, this is not normal. Yeah. So she told me that, that I was actually eight when I was adopted, which would mean I'm way older than I am. I mean, you're, um, um 22? Yeah, I would be yeah. technically 22 if this is correct. But right now I'm 19. On all my legal documents, I'm 19. Mm -hmm. So, 
yeah, that's just something like, imagine being told your entire life <laughs> that you're this age to be like, surprise, on your 18th birthday, you'll both be legal and able to drink. <laughs> but obviously, I go by my legal documents. I also don't feel like I'm in my 20s. Right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I literally, like, I can't even say that I'm this age because I don't have that experience. I only right. have 18 years of experience in life. Right. Like, that's how I think exactly. about it. Like, I only know 18 years of living. Exactly. Oh, I'm 19 now, I guess. So, I just... I still tell people I'm 19. I don't even say... It's just so complicated because it could be true. It could not be true. Like, exactly. I could be actually 20. Or maybe I'm 22. Like, who knows? Right. More of the story, I'm older than I am, but I tell people that I'm 19. <laughs> exactly. Life hack. Life hack. <laughs> um, yeah, um, so that was interesting. That was interesting. Oh, and then the rock story. And then the rock story. Oh, guys. When I was little and I was living with my aunt, this is just, like, a little funny story that I like to tell people. Um... <laughs> I, like I told you, I was living with another family, and this another family had a girl. Don't know what her name is. Can't even remember what she looked like. Oh, those... I should also tell them why I have a fear of masks. Did you ever know this? No. I'll have to tell you guys that after this. Okay. Um, so let's just do this real quick. Um, basically, we were playing in the back of the house, and like there was just a lot of rocks on the ground. And I think she had dared me to put like, a pebble in my ear, and I did. And the pebble got stuck in my ear, and it was in my ear for a long so time. Bad. And I remember, like, whenever I came to America, like, my parents were worried that I couldn't hear. And I think I had told them, yeah, when I was little, I put a rock in my ear. <gasps> so I remember we went somewhere to, like, look at that. And I got something removed, but my mom doesn't think it was a rock. She just thinks it was a lot of, like, wax or something. Yeah, like, yeah. But it was a lot. I just remember oh that. Oh, my god. It was weird. That's really weird. And then my fear of masks, guys. I don't really have this fear anymore. But I remember... What kind of masks? Like, I'll tell you. Okay. okay. So, um... Do you know, like, African art? Yes. Those tribal masks? Yes. Well, when I was in Africa, guys, this was a pretty... I'm pretty sure this is a well-known story. Like, this is, like, old tale, like, that people tell the children. I don't know if my mom told me this story or my aunt told me this story. But basically, I had lived on this hill. I think this is when I lived with my aunt. I lived on this hill. And at the bottom of the hill there would once in a while these be these parades where these people would go around like on stilts with like huge drapery pants over the stilts yeah. wearing masks and i remember like how the story went it's like you i was told i was never allowed to go down to where the parade was and stand too close because there would be people under the stilts <gasps> that would steal kids like they would kidnap kids and put them under like the oh pants and then you would never see them again and they always wore masks like the parade was like african tribal masks that they yeah. would wear and stuff so i like and then my family in america <laughs> whenever I they, this. yeah when i was yeah. adopted they had bought a lot of masks <laughs> like to remember Africa by like just decoration and I remember like telling like screaming or crying or something like I hated them I was afraid of them and my dad was like it's okay if we like put these masks up and stuff and I was like yeah it's okay and then like I was allowed to pick out the ones that were okay I think but yeah for the longest oh, time I was afraid of African gosh. tribal masks because of this story I was That's told. That's terrifying. Yeah and like there's they well they were up in my old house but like we have an entire wall fill of these masks. Yeah, I And remember. every time I would look at them, I would remember the story I was told that you were never allowed to go down. Like, I was never allowed to go down to these parades like because people would steal you. Like, people were, like, under the pants 
would kidnap oh, children. my gosh. Yeah. So I wonder like, if there was some truth to that. I kind of think there was, because there whenever I was. look at, like, masks and, like, parades and stuff in Africa, it aligns up with the imagery that I have in my head of what right. they look like. Right. And I know these parades happen, because... Which is why they were so sketchy. Because randomly, a parade would just go through town, and, like, kids would come down to it, and they would kidnap kids. I feel like that's true. <laughs> I know. That's so, yeah. so scary. It's so scary, Well, I'm not going to get kidnapped by the masked Yeah, that's people. a terrible story to end on, but let's well, love. Goodbye, guys. <laughs> yeah, but that was a good interview. I think my that mom had good. a good suggestion. That was a really good idea. Yeah. Really, really good idea. Maybe she learned something. Maybe... I'm so sorry, guys. Some of the facts could be a little iffy. Like, maybe my mom's listening. She's like, mm, Corbo, you didn't get that fact right. That could very much be true. You have to remember, I've been in America for, like, what, 13, 14 years yeah. now. And I was young when I was adopted. So, like, a lot of, like, important details, I probably, I don't know. I think for the most part, I'm correct. Mm-hmm. But there's some details that I probably did get wrong, just in case yeah. my mom's listening or a family member. But yeah. yeah, that's how I got adopted. That's amazing. Now I'm here and I go to college. Wow. And I'm moving. <laughs> that's so cool. That's yeah. so, so cool. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't wanna... it weird, though, Brent, that yeah. how we like we know each other? No, that's so weird. That's yeah. so, so weird. Okay, we should probably end this. Okay, okay, okay. Well, do you want to say the. Yeah, all outro? right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to my story. Um, I I don't necessarily think I put an advice in it. I think it's just like a story time with Corpo. Yeah. But maybe I really hope that if you are thinking of adopting, you should. It's really nice, like being personally adopted. I really appreciate it, and I like the family I was adopted into, and I think it's a good idea. And basically, you're living listening to the Life We Make podcast, and you can follow our IG at at the Life We Make PC, and we will see you, or you will hear us in another one. See you next time. Bye. Bye.